needs improvement. I got to interview a guest that I have wanted to have on since I thought of the idea for this podcast. He is a very good old friend of mine. I really admire how he is always such an open book about his past mistakes and let's say checkered history, but he's also always reflecting on how he can use those experiences to learn from and change his life and become a better person. He is so interesting to talk to, in fact, that we talked for almost two and a half hours. (laughs) So after thinking about it, I decided to break format a little bit and break the episode into two. So this week, you will listen to part one of our conversation, and then next Wednesday, I will release the second half of our conversation. We go really deep on self-reflection. We talk a lot about relationships and sex, and then towards the end, we also start talking about veganism, which gets pretty interesting. I hope that you all enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. Without further ado, here is Robbie Sims. One, two, three, Robbie. I mean, look, I'll turn you up. One, two, four. I feel like you I'm, could... not, I'm not uh, peeking or anything. So. You're fine. Not in the red. I'll yell. I'll yell, and then it'll do things, and it's fine. Well, because be I'm not fire. a professional podcaster. So You, you are. Just... You totally are. What does it take to be a professional podcast? To have a make, podcast. No, to make money. It's like a, you know, like the Olympics, like if they're a professional, if they like take money for their. <laughs> if, you, if you're actually in the Olympics, otherwise you're just playing sports for fun. Uh, No, if someone wants to like give me a dollar for this podcast. Do you want me to give you one dollar for this? No. Well, you'll well, have to give so me like a dollar for every podcast. Uh, At least well, for this one then. Number young one, pro- young professional. We've really jumped in. This is my guest, uh, Robbie. Do you oh, want me to say that your last? Right we're uh, oh, we're just okay. starting. Great. <laughs> Do you want me to say your last name? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, it's public, Robbie Sims. Public record. Public record. Uh, some of you, I have limited listeners. Probably most of them know you. Um, I have to describe the spread that you've brought. Uh, there is a bamboo placemat. There is sp- tofu spring rolls mm. with peanut sauce Mm -hmm. there is wine with an aerator and real glasses (laughs) and there is napkins and we are just in my office and it is very fancy it's the fanciest thing that's ever happened in my office well it's a special occasion you know i don't ever see you so i figure let's make this count did you just did you just do something can i just not see the light because your oh your hand was covering it no now i want to take it out of the thing take it out of the thing okay it's out of that that's better okay yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have been friends for a long time. Correct. Probably since we were I figured 15, 16? Yeah, junior in high school. Okay. That sounds about right. Uh, 16 sounds about right to mm-hmm. me. And we're both 32, mm-hmm. so that is half of our lives now. Yeah, yeah, so, incredible. it's a long time. Uh, lots of ups, lots of downs, but I have to say... Why I love you is because I feel I could ask anything of you, like when I asked you to be on my podcast with zero explanation of what it was, and you just said, sure, that's cool. I didn't know you had a podcast. Zero questions about what it was about. 
It could be like, I'm going to fucking confront you about every shitty thing you've done. And you're just like, yeah, man. Well, let's go cool. for it. No, I, like, I like being an open book. I think it's I important, know. you know? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I could call you and be like, Robbie, I killed someone. And you'd be like, well, I don't know. I just, I'll get the <laughs> truck and like, we'll just figure this out, man. Like, we'll just. You need someone to help you dig. Uh, I feel you're both very open, but very accepting. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you. Several people have suggested that you should come on the podcast. I'm probably who these, because these several people are that I. That uh, I can't one was down. Tim, my husband Tim. Oh, he great. he thought that 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 you would be. You know, I don't know him all that well. Though. No, I feel like he mostly just knows about you through like stories of our friends. Oh, good. A lot of and those, me, a lot of those floating around. <laughs> I mean, Robbie, I think I think we have to be honest that there are a lot of those floating around. I'm fine with that. Not, you know? um, like maybe not as much like in our immediate friends, but I feel like in general, you you have some stories floating. <clears throat> you have some floating stories. Um, <laughs> they cannot all be good. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that twenty percent of them might be have positive connotation too. Okay, I thought you were going to go the other way, and no. I was like, I feel like you're being really <laughs> generous. No, I'm aware of how much of a shitbag I've been in the in. Ah, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't years. say it's like straight shitbag. It's like... Shitbag with, you know, a side of, well, he's a nice guy. Yeah, you're a nomad. <laughs> you're, you're roaming. I move around. You know, you're a rolling stone, and... Uh, <laughs> No, I mean, but here's a here's like I just I'm just going reeling through like all the things that I know you're referencing in the, in in the back of your head. Um, this is great. Well, we're still friends, so yeah. that says something. No, I yeah, know that's it's a huge yeah. plus to me to know that people that I don't often see or haven't seen in years are still you know willing to hang out with me at at some given point, even if it is you know just to paint your house. I paid him for that. I just want that to be clear. I did not just I did not just call him up and ask him to paint my house for free. And I referred to you to my parents, and he painted their house for me. And I feel like I might have referred you for some other jobs, and I still would. Mm -hmm. I probably still give your name out. Thank you, thank you. I actually I take pride in my work. Is that wall still blue in the your dining room? No, it's not. You painted it back. We were gonna sell the house. Briefly. So we were before we before we had two houses, as frequent <laughs> listeners to my podcast would know, we have two houses. Uh, we were making an offer on a house that was going to be contingent on us selling our house. Yeah. And I had a friend come through, a realtor friend, and I was like, give it to me straight. Do I have to paint this house? And he was like, you absolutely have to fucking paint this house. <laughs> It so a, it was an interesting shade. I liked it. I know you did. And, and I like that you liked it. Guess what? We painted everything fucking gray mm, and yeah. it's boring now because yeah. we still live there. Yeah, See, sure. that's that's the rub. We didn't sell the house and now we still live there and now it's gray. Well, if you ever want anybody to paint that wall blue again, I'd be more than happy to come. <laughs> well, well now we have to. Too, I think we're actually going to Airbnb our house after okay. we get the other one moving ready. Mm. So. Probably just know. leave it gray. Let me know. I'll be around. We I don't know. live far away from each other. I know. And I do have some painting in the new house. But the painting in the new house isn't as hard because it's, like, completely gutted. So you can just paint and then, like, not really have to worry about, That's my like, favorite. That's my favorite. You know. Just paint it up. But there's just, like, so much. 
I'm like, oh, do I pay in first? Do you have a drywall person? This should not be where <laughs> I'm discussing this, but I do have some pretty severe drywall um, needs. Potentially. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, through a guy I work with, so you know, I can't, well, I can't well, vouch for him like, super personally. We'll talk about it. If right. anyone listening All has right. someone for drywall, <laughs> I have some textured walls that I need taken care of. And I have some pretty serious holes and some I like popcorn that we're using ceilings. your podcast as more of a, a want ads. <laughs> so, so I look, I want to plug myself too hard, but I sell a good number of houses. And if someone does a good job for me, I absolutely refer them out. Yeah. And you'd be shocked the amount of times people know that and then like fuck me over or flake. And mm. I'm like, why would you do this? Yeah. Like, if you literally did this job good for me once, I would refer you to a bunch of people and get you a bunch of business. Like, the person who's going to refer you a bunch, you should do the best job for. Because I, like, had a guy once who didn't show up for some work that he was going to do for me in my yard two times. And I had hired him for jobs before. So, like, he knew that I would, like, use him in the future. And... He flaked on me twice and then I saw him socially at a party and he was like, just so you know, I would like never do that for a client. Like if you want to hire me in the future, but like for friends that kind of takes the backseat. And I was like, I was going to pay you the same as anyone else would pay you, which makes me a client. And also, even if I wasn't, you're a fucking idiot. I could give you so much business and you fucked me over. And then he like was like, you know, I do snow removal too in the winter. And I needed like, bet you do. I needed someone for snow removal because I had a client selling a road house down the road and she lived in Woodbury and she couldn't get over to take care of it. And mm. I needed someone to take care of it for the winter. And guess who I didn't fucking refer out? <laughs> so anyway, this podcast isn't about me <laughs> or my real We've estate business. Covered a lot of ground so far. Um we have. So I usually start with some, I am, look at that. It is just full red. I should turn myself down. This is too much. Um, what's your favorite emoji? Uh, I mean, is it most often used or what are my favorites that I wish there was more circumstances I could? You could, you could go either way. All right. So I really think that uh, little squid guy. Yeah. S- super fucking cute. Never get to Very use them. Very cute. You know? No, absolutely not. Um, uh, Half of a coconut, which only comes up sometimes. I don't even know if I know half of a coconut. Oh, I had to dig. Because somebody asked me this question in New Orleans, too. But they had a, What? They had a, they had, Did they have a podcast? They had a video camera. Step the camera. fuck off. It was That's a, my it, thing. It was a news, uh, it was a news anchor. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I never did look up this episode. <gasps> I gotta find it. Anyways. Um, They're stealing my bit. And then... Uh, I'm finding this coconut. And then the little face that has stars for eyes. Oh, I like that I one. Like, I like him a lot, or her. I like that and, one. But I think what I most frequently use is just the little smoochy, winky, oh, winky face. I could see that. You're a very flirtatious person. Oh, yeah. To, I mean, this is non-gender specific. This goes yeah. to my guy and girlfriend. Oh, well, I'm not... I, I feel like I'm just saying generally you are a very flirtatious person, so mm-hmm. I feel like that really goes with your personality. I found the half coconut. It's more realistic than I was expecting. Yeah. I yeah, was expecting it? more of like a cartoonish half coconut. I think coconut. that's why I like it so much. Um, yeah, man. I'm like, there's a lot that I just don't use in here. I feel like they beef it up all the time, and then I'm just going yeah, for my go-tos. They... But in the realm <clears throat> of cute ones that I never use, like the robot. Oh, yeah. I like the robot, yeah. but when am I going to use that? 
Um, I mostly people already know because I already said, but I mostly just use the like eye roll one. It is a good one and useful. This is good wine. It is. And it goes through this aerator. Do yourselves a favor, people who are listening, buy an and aerator. buy an aerator because I kind of <laughs> thought it was bullshit, but we did a taste side test. By and side, it, yeah. it was not a little bit different. It was a lot different. Yeah, notable differences. And it vastly improves the taste of your wine. Literally wall. just like 30 seconds. I don't know, however long it takes to pour. It just mm-hmm. filters just goes right out. a little thing, and then you've got tasty wine. What anyway. would you do? If you didn't have to work for a year. I don't know. A lot of people say travel because mm-hmm. it's just sure. the coolest and um, I don't know, more, more interesting thing to do. So, you know, yeah, probably that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like going to follow it up with, but I think. But I would. I mean, I, I've, I've never, mm, you know, like a large, like a, like a boat trip or something, you know, like, like uh, set out on the ocean probably die because it gets fucking crazy yeah. out there and i don't know what yeah. i'm doing but i think that i'm like deep down scared of deep ocean uh experiences yeah so i'd, I'd like to conquer that. oh interesting mm-hmm. so like uh sea monsters cracking you know yeah giant waves just tipping you over yeah I perfect like storm couldn't sit there. i i have this whale tattoo oh cute and uh people ask me why I got it, which I feel like it's a little bit forward. You have tattoos. Do you feel like it's forward when people ask you what they mean? Like, I don't know you. Get out of here. Mine are fairly self-explanatory. One's from a video game that most people have played, and one's from a movie that everyone's seen. Wow. Really just (laughs) shat on my point. Well, I I could give you some examples of future tattoos that might raise a guy. I just feel like, now if it's me and you, and you ask, I think, okay, well, we're friends. We have a relationship. Uh, but strangers, like, I don't need to tell you anything about my life. Get out of here. No, it's a fairly personal question. It feels personal. <clears throat> but I like whales a lot, number one. But number two, I feel like it's sort of that deep ocean thing where it's just like, man, there's fucking crazy shit out there in the world. That's like we do so not fucking know about. big. Things and like, yeah, it's just like some fucking alien life shit down there. Yeah. It's probably just... going to crawl out onto the shore one day and kill us all. Yeah. It makes me just feel like, oh, we are really mm. fucking small, and there's a lot of crazy shit in the world. Um, the last girl I had on the podcast was like, can we swear? And I was like, have I not sworn yet? Because usually <laughs> that is most of my words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I'm almost done with my glass of wine, and you still have significant wine. I haven't eaten much today. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh. going to see where this goes. I mean, we do have spring rolls. That's why I was saying we should order Luce too, but I can... We can, I mean... I can survive on spring rolls, honestly. Okay. Well, if you're going to die, just tell me. Yeah. I have, I've, like, I have some almonds essentials. in my backpack, so... <laughs> <laughs> if it gets dire, language, that's, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as long as nobody minds my, like, chewing sounds on your podcast. I know that's Oh, people definitely <laughs> would probably mind. <laughs> But I feel like, you know, I can talk, you can eat, but yeah, not it's now, not like I have I'm going to ask you another question. Face while I do it. Go, go, okay, go on. What would the title of your autobiography be? Mm. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Honestly, that might be, that in itself <laughs> might yeah. be the title. That's I it. have no earthly idea. I have idea. no earthly idea. Because I really don't. I, I'm the strongest advocate of me being the dumbest person I know 
I I I do not I do not consider myself a super uh, book smart person. I mean, there are things that I'd love to do and that I've gained skills in, you know, just by repetition. But mm-hmm. there are people who like like Zach, for instance, our our mutual good friend Zach. That man is a sponge for information. Like he is I absolutely. Mean, just, I've and I've told him this plenty of times before. Um, actually, just a couple of days ago, when we were we were hanging out together, but uh, we complement each other very well in in the yin and yang of our relationship. You were hanging out a few days ago. Yeah, I don't know. That makes me like. Well, where was I? Well, he was over by my folks' house. Oh. I was over there in South. Because I feel like we're kind of in a triangle. We are. Close, like actual physical living near yeah. each other closeness. When you, I, I think most people listening to this live in Minneapolis. I don't think I've reached very far yet. But, you know, like this will be like for when my super fans look back and they're like, let me get to the beginning of this sure. hit podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you live in North Minneapolis. Or on the north end of things. I cannot describe the joy I take <laughs> when people live by me. Like, or when something's close to me, I'm just like, yeah. oh, you live in North Bay? Yeah, me too. Oh, it's like less than 10 minutes to get to somewhere? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Let's hang out all the time. So we live... I want to tell people where you are. I was going to, and then I was like, well, "It's fine." I mean, there's why? a lot of people in that building. So you true, know, you do to... live in an apartment building. I do not. I just live in an yeah. actual <laughs> house that people could find. Although I'm pretty sure my like LLC is registered to my address, <laughs> so like I, I don't know how hard it would really be <laughs> to find. But I mean, from like four blocks to Lowry, and then like down another five. I mean, we're yeah, like, we're not, we're not far yeah, away. it's it's close. So we should be hanging out. Uh, no earthly idea for your autobiography. I think that fits. So, you are an open book. Have you ever shoplifted? Oh God, Count- <laughs> countless times. I mean, that's how I survived most of my my teenage years. I think was was stealing things in order to survive. What? When is the most recent mm. time you shoplifted? You know, it's it's never from like. Small business or mom and pop places. There's <laughs> places like this place is like yesterday. <laughs> no, there's there's places like Target, Walmart. You know these multi sure. bajillion dollar sure. companies. I could give less of a shit about. But um, hmm. yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you the exact. So date, I'm gonna say within the last month or two. No. Well, okay. So so Target. <laughs> just a little <laughs> tidbit of information for your listeners. Um, you know they you can you can return things. Sure. And they just, I mean, these things, they don't, they, they all have the, the same, what are you, like a serial number or whatever on mm-hmm. them. You buy something. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you, I can't you, wait to see where, I feel like my something. face is being okay. ridiculous. Okay, so you buy, say so you go in and buy a teddy bear. Uh-huh. You buy this teddy bear, you bring it home, um, you keep it, you love it. You go back to Target empty-handed. You just walk up to the aisle where mm-hmm. the teddy bears were. Mm-hmm. You pick up the same teddy bear. Uh-huh. I mean, a, a different one. You have one at home now. And then you will bring that teddy bear and your receipt from the first teddy bear up to oh dear up to the Lord returns, Rob. and you say, "I don't want this teddy bear. It wasn't fuzzy enough." And then they go, "Sure, here's your money back, no questions asked." And you give them them back their teddy bear that you never bought. They put it back on the shelf, and the money goes back. Sure, I under I understand the system. Oh, we're gonna have to dig into this. Mm. Why? What? Well, some people really like teddy bears. Um, uh, you don't, cause what you like is money, cause you're, you're <laughs> more giving... money for more teddy bear. Eddie, I why well, no 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 I don't I already have a teddy bear. Okay, she's been with me a long time. I would never 
So what you're saying is that you've done this within the last month? I don't know. It all, they all, it, start, it it all feels, starts to blur together. It feels yeah. like you know. So together. this is like a premeditated thing, obviously, because it takes some... Who accidentally steals? Well, okay. Well, I've, walked, no. I've walked out of the door yeah. with something oh, in hand. I've yeah. accidentally stolen from Target in the last month. For sure. So then we're equals. No, because so like me forgetting like a <laughs> pallet of bottled water under my <laughs> cart is like pretty fucking different from you. Calculate like what that is like almost worse than stealing because mm. stealing it could just be like, uh, the impulse hit me. I grabbed this. I told a story on the last podcast about uh, a friend of mine who will go unnamed who quite recently stole a entire ice cream cake from oh, wow. Dairy Queen. Wait, how? They they got them in that little fridge. Yeah, thing, right? it wasn't like a personalized one. I feel that's important because <laughs> I would feel bad if it was like some kid's birthday cake. It was just like one in case you wandered into Dairy Queen and decided that day you wanted to purchase a cake. And then I assume they would like write on it for you if you wanted. So mm-hmm. it was a mm-hmm. blank canvas cake and they were in coolers that were like accessible. And Somebody I really wanted ice cream cake that day. The person was very drunk. <laughs> it was pointed out to me by Emily. She listened mm. to the podcast yesterday and she was like, You didn't say how drunk the person was when this happened. And I was like, Does that make it better or worse? Like, I don't want to put this person on blast because they were very drunk, but I'm hiding their identity uh, because I don't know if they want me to talk about it. This has been Robbie Sims and I've stolen from Target in the past few months. <sighs> but like, Okay, you're drunk, you steal an ice cream cake. Did I eat it? Absolutely, I ate it. It was there. Come on, what am I going to do? But this is like, you you took the receipt, because you, you had the receipt from you before. Know, like, there was, a whole, there was a premeditation process that went into this. You know, I, this, is, this is something I've been doing less of, you know? Like, there have been, there've been years of my life I'm not proud of, and I'm moving in a direction that uh, okay <laughs> i've started to feel a lot of remorse for things that i've done in the past there are oh i suppose we're going to get to all the things we want to change about ourselves yeah so is like one of them not stealing from target or because i feel like you kind of <laughs> are not going to stop stealing from target <laughs> no 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 it's it's more it's it's been in situations where uh yeah i haven't had a ton of money and i'm like i want or i think i need that thing therefore i'm going to make it mine by <laughs> by uncouth means um now I, I don't know there's been just within this last year man it's taken me 32 years to start to figure out that you know maybe you should start living a little bit more of a righteous existence from here on out because what legacy do i leave to my you know nobody um i guess, I guess just... <laughs> to my nobody. this has been the most depressing podcast on the planet with erica and robbie um <laughs> Okay, I have many questions. Mm. Let's my move ne- on. Well, my next question was going to be, have you ever been arrested? Uh, yes. For what? Not shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Clean on the shoplifting. <laughs> um, yeah, no, a uh, couple different occasions. Um, once was, yeah, pour some more wine for this. Um, one was uh, some shenanigans just being... Uh, degenerate hooligans you know under 18 so it was just a sort of somebody's parents got called they came and picked us up um yeah not no big deal another time 
I had, let's see, been driving for quite some time without insurance, unbeknownst to me, actually. I, uh, this, oh, God, what happened? Yeah, anyways, didn't have insurance. This lady pulls me over, takes, takes away the car, um, tows it. I finally get it out. Let's see, these are not important details. Oh, anyway, so I miss a, I miss a court date, right? Mm-hmm. You get automatically issued a bench warrant for your arrest if, if you miss a court date. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like five years go by. <laughs> I've been driving without a license for five years and had no idea, you know? Like, wow. I moved around a lot. You know, the letter yeah. never made it to whatever house I was living in. Um, so, yeah. So one day I'm... Um, making out after a Christmas party with somebody that I'm dropping off in a back alley <laughs> in my truck. It's her apartment. The cops pull up. No idea why. Why did they, why did they even get called? We were having a pleasant time. The cops show up, take me from my vehicle, and bring me downtown. Suffice it to say, I, we didn't see each other again. The lady and I. Um, a little, little jarring of an experience. We're like, oh, yeah. this guy's just got warrants out. Sure. I never got to explain myself. I like Laura, if you're listening, this is the reason why I <laughs> Laura, got taken. I got it taken wasn't that of- serious. I'm not a child predator. No, not, it wasn't that bad. It is really warm in here. Is I'm it? going to I have the I feel I noticed warm. my pits are a scant on the moist side. Do you have an Yeah, this is the thermostat that controls particular like, to your room or to the entire no, office here? No, it controls like the back half wow, of the office. Like, it's just like in you've my got some real power. Oh, yeah. Uh, people don't like it. I think people sneak in here and change the temperature because... Of course they do. Anyone in their right mind would if they were mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I will um, go there America's not looking. I never lock buttons. my office door, so that's probably on me, yeah. I guess, if anyone wants to come and rob me. Um... <laughs> Did you want me to go on? Um, I just have, like... I feel like there's a lot of angles, a lot of places that I need to go with all of this information that I've just gotten. Um, Number one, I feel like I sort of lost track of the fact because I was pouring wine that the question I asked you was about if you had ever gotten arrested. Mm. And I was going to ask you if that girl was me because I apparently this is like (laughs) something I was like. That sounds like that could have been me. I don't think we were me. making out after a Christmas party. No. This was only within the last three or four years. Oh, this was recent. Yeah. No, was, I was, was imagining like this in ago. the past, and I was like, oh, no. I'm drunk in a car. I mean, this, this could really be anyone, which is really saying something about you, I think, Robbie, which is what I'm getting to. I am a very responsible married realtor, so my past, uh, you know, describes uh, lapses in judgment are not on trial here. Mm. It is that you are frequently making out with people drunkenly, apparently in a car, which I mean, that's a whole. The party was blocks away, you know? It was like, it was like, do you need Isn't a ride it, home? Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, do you totally. need a yeah. ride home? What oh, no. a classic, no. classic <laughs> ride. <laughs> this was yeah, someone right. I went there as, as a date. We had already, oh, okay. Yeah, we had okay, already hung okay. out uh, multiple times before sure. that. We knew each other well. Okay. 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 I'm yeah, giving you more of a pass now. This was not just fishing for action at a at a party. Yeah. Know? I mean. Okay. Okay. I'm I take not it exempt back. from that either. I know. I I don't 
I think this was just one situation where you weren't guilty. <laughs> but I'll give you this one because Jesus okay, you were Christ. on a date. My God, well, this is really I'm... painting me in a fantastic color. I'm glad I came here. For this. <sighs> Robbie, <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> I really don't care. I I've just... asked so many people if they've shoplifted. Mm. Yeah, and I, like the answers are either no or they're like, yeah, when I was 16 or yeah, I went through a whole shoplifting phase when I was a kid. Like, sure. You're truly the I did not. Ex- I definitely knew you were going to say yes, but I <laughs> did not expect it to be like, no, I have an elaborate system for theft that I've I, used I had. recently. A, fr- a friend taught me this, you know, umpteen years ago when we were getting those, uh, you know, spandex oh. body suits. He, was oh. like, he had this blue one, and I thought it was super cool. So, you know, we were going to get these suits and have a dance-off in his apartment. This was maybe six years ago. Joe, I miss you, and I love you. I was going to say, did I know this friend? No, unfortunately not. Everybody should. He's an amazing human being, despite that he taught me how to steal <laughs> things from, from Target. <laughs> one of the coolest guys on the planet. God damn it. I should really call him. You should. Um, Reconnect. Yeah. Reconnect with Anyways, Joe. So I, I, have him listen to this podcast. I didn't give out his last name. He's done more scandalous shit than oh, I have. Yeah. But still, he's like one of the, I don't know. He's the biggest sweetheart I've, I've ever encountered. Look, I don't. Um, I was going to say I'm not judging you. That's not true. I am. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not the worst thing. It's, it's there's moral, a lot worse moral things. Moral ambiguity. You know, it's like, there's big gray areas with this. Like, what do you consider truly illegal? You know, like breaking laws (laughs) set in place by someone else. You know, I don't fully agree with a lot of these things. Okay. So, shockingly, you've been arrested, but not for really anything. Not for probably the worst illegal things. There was a DUI in there, too. Mm -hmm. That was in Missouri. Does (laughs) does that. Wait. Does that make it different? No, oh, they're just they're real sticklers down there. <laughs> sure, I did have an open bottle of wine in the car. But... Oh no, I didn't. It wasn't an open bottle. I, I was I was just fucking drunk. I think a shocking amount of people have had DUIs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, driving drunk is not great. It but... wasn't. You know, I did a hard stop at a yellow light when the yellow light's flashing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was putting my phone in the cup holder angled towards me so I knew how to get back to the hotel from the bar mm. I was at. And so looking up, I'm like, oh, shit, a yellow light, thinking it's turning red, but really it was flashing. So I slam on oh. my brakes, happens to be a cop right behind me, follows me for a few blocks, you know, and then he's like, you did, cool you did it. Yeah, I know, I felt that too. So, yeah. But he, he was, <laughs> suffice to say, impressed with me. He's like, I've never, in all my years, I think he was like 28, so we were like, the same <laughs> actually he was younger than me so uh he's like i've never seen anybody pass the field sobriety test with flying fucking colors being <laughs> as inebriated as you were because you wow. know i pretended to pretended to blow you know uh-huh. it's like oh, i can't because i smoke cigarette yeah. but then they he's like i have reason to believe you've had a lot more than you're leading on to say uh so yeah he brought me back to the station it makes me blow in the big machine thing and yeah, point two. What? Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he's like, you shouldn't be standing up right now. Like, you should be blacked out, falling, yeah. falling down, you know, like, possibly in your own vomit. Yeah. But I walked the line, and I touched my nose, and I followed the light with the, you know. I yeah. guess. It's just like, I don't, I don't get why they give the field sobriety test if they're like, you passed with flying colors. Here's a fucking breathalyzer, yeah. too. Like, 
Well, and why not just breathalyze people? Like, why even have the fucking field sobriety? It's for their own entertainment, I swear to God. But anyway, cool guy, don't though. drive drunk, everyone. Really cool guy. We had, I bet. We had some awesome talks on the way to the How was that? Was that a hassle? Well, I mean, it wasn't a picnic, so. But uh, a lot of cool cops there, actually. They all saw my tattoo. We got talking about that. Um, bunch of nerds. Hmm. Anyways. Um, I feel the ice has been sufficiently broken. I have more questions, God, but gone on for I'm like just gonna yeah. Already on just how stupid well, this I've is been. what happened. This is what happened with Zach too. Except like not it was exactly like an hour and like forty that. minutes. You know, I thought you were gonna set a time limit on these things, and then I'm looking down at my phone. I'm like, this isn't over yet. God damn! I listened to it in its entirety. Pineapple. Pineapple. And we went on a while after that, too. I kept trying to end it, and then Zach kept pulling me back in. He kept zacking all over me. He kept zacking all over me. Um, So, Robbie. Moving on. We've broken the ice. We've definitely gotten to know you a little bit. Uh, Where to start? I wrote some notes here. Okay. Number one. About who I am, what I do, you know, like, I'm not just, this isn't my entire life. Okay, do you want to plug the good things about yourself for a second? Do you want to lead I? into any okay. of them? Okay, so uh, just... Robbie, I, first of all, I started <laughs> off by saying how you brought me, like, this fucking fabulous feast here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice. Uh, you've been a good friend. At times. <laughs> at, at times. <laughs> um... You are a vegan chef, and you make very lovely food. Uh, you're a talented musician. Thank you. Um, you're great at painting. We already talked about that. See, I did <laughs> I did say, what am I supposed to do? Do you want me to tell them that you're a great person? No, I just really like hearing the compliments. Okay. Uh, Robbie Sims, great person, great <laughs> chef. The food is really good. Um. <laughs> Okay, I have some notes, but yeah. also I think it's interesting, and I was going to say this when you were talking about shoplifting, that when I met you, yes, you were quite religious. I came from a very religious family, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out a lot of people who come from religious families end up being a little, a little wild and weird at times, too. Yeah, your brother's kind of a trip, too. Yeah, Willie's um, great. We can't. Uh, well, he hasn't consented to be on here, so we can't talk about. He might. I don't know. He's Sims Brothers back to back interviews. Maybe, May- maybe I don't know. He's fairly private. Yeah, but anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> you came from a religious family. We met when we were uh, teens, and I would say most of our young years, slash possibly up until now, because we are having wine, were just. Drinking, alcohol-driven, alcohol-driven, debauchery. And uh, yeah, debauchery. Lots of partying. Mm. Um, yep. the good old days. The good old days. Maybe the good nowadays for you, <laughs> <laughs> no. because. Uh, but anyway, I remember distinctly when I first met you that you were very all about remaining a virgin until marriage. Oh, really? Yes. That's just because no one would have sex with me. You know, I had to make it my priority. You have, okay, hold on a second. This is going to derail our entire podcast now. Are you trying to tell me that you have no memory of this? That, no. Oh. That, that, no, really? I'm that gonna, I was walking around being like, mm, save it. What? I swear we were, to God, I'm going to text we some people like right 17, now. We were right? Yeah, yeah, So I yeah, went, I, yeah, it was yeah. a primarily Christian schools, you know, both, well, I went to public and private schools through most of my upbringing, but then. 
after I left whatever school I was at sophomore year, and then I started going to MLA with Zach. Yeah. Granted, that's probably had, why I met you. Yeah. And the whole school was just run on drinking and drugs and, and partying and degenerate behavior. So I'm I'm texting Zach right now. Hold on, I'm gonna do talk to text. <laughs> You guys, I really don't think this is true. I really am in firm disbelief of this. This is like such a defining thing in my head about you that it. It's been a lot of drugs and alcohol since then, so I mean. But like, I feel like it was. There's no doubt in my mind that you remember this correctly, is what I'm saying. Okay? But I don't feel like it's something that you said once. I feel like it was like (laughs) your thing. Like. Like, your fucking thing. Which it's a really strange thing to want to be your thing when you're a teenager, you know. Yeah, but out. here's the thing. It is so, I mean, you're not, are you not married currently? <laughs> are you still unmarried? <laughs> not that I know of. I was in Vegas recently. Um, I, I think um, you have probably had premarital sex i'm just i'm just gonna put it out there i think that you may be one of my more promiscuous friends oh, is, that, oh yeah? is that fair is what? that a fair assessment <laughs> oh zach has texted back hold on <laughs> hold on i always wonder what people you know talk about <laughs> when, when you he said yeah vaguely and then in a separate text he said that clearly didn't pan out <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, okay well i i'm gonna find to be continued because i'm gonna find sure. somebody else who remembers this as clearly as i do most most of my life looking back has there was a strong uh desire for attention i mean it was it was a larger family you know five kids mm-hmm. um willie's technically the middle child but he had a lot of health problems too mm-hmm. so i think my my parents have verified this for me. They're like, yeah, we think the middle child syndrome really fell on you. Um, but yeah, going through my upbringing, it's been a lot of attempts at a, at attention grabbing. It, I wouldn't doubt it that I would try to use a claim like I'm waiting till I'm married to uh, stay a virgin in order to oh. gain some sort of like. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's cool of him, or that you know, what credibility? Um, I. God, it sounds so stupid. Yeah, it does. But there are I'm, a lot of things you do when you're a teenager. Yeah, I would assume that you were a virgin at that point. Yeah, it was 17. I remember the uh, person who took it, too. I don't know if she knows that she was the one who took it, but um, I wasn't very impressive, so <laughs> there had to be some indicators there. Do I know this person? I Yeah, she ran in the uh, circles. I have to know. Um, Are you gonna say? Sure, not on here, but um, you'll tell what, me after. The, the thing was, is I I met her through completely separate circumstances in a in a per- people group, so I thought that there no, was no connection. There was no connection until I see her at one of uh, Mr. Mahoney's parties, <sighs> and I'm like, oh my god, that's the person. And she proceeded to get me drunk off of. I had already had like. A six pack of Steel Reserve, you know, before mm-hmm. going to sure, this thing, and she, she packed me full of vodka cranberry after the fact. I got violently ill that night. I don't know if that was the night that uh, I pooped on the floor, 
<laughs> but it could have very well have been. Wait, I have to take another note because that's a strong contender for the title. <laughs> oh, mercy. You know, this feels good. Yeah. Just reliving <laughs> the, some of the worst moments of my life. Uh, but, you really know. putting some things into focus for my future. You know what? <laughs> it's a self-help podcast. <laughs> I'm helping you. <laughs> yeah, this is therapy. Um. Okay. So mm. you're going to tell me that after. That's for sure. Kay. Do I still know? Like, is this person still around? Uh, no. No, I highly okay. doubt it. Okay. I'm still very I interested. Doubt it. Um, I lost my virginity to someone who no one knows. Mm, so that is, yeah, that is like a fucking awesome. How how old were you? I was nineteen. I See, just turned nineteen. Yeah, because I was seventeen, and like everybody had already had sex. I'm like, dude, I just gotta I... get rid of this, you know. See, I was very like, I did not want to wait till i was married but Mm -hmm. i i definitely was like i'm gonna be choosy about this i mean look i had opportunities okay okay everybody (laughs) i had opportunities um and even like the person i had like been fairly seriously dating this person and it was in madison which is why no one knows and he has no social media believe me i have fucking search (laughs) you can't find him (laughs) so he is totally cut off. That is great. And I don't really regret that because I feel like I hooked up with lots of questionable people in my youth. And I don't know if that was definitely <laughs> a great idea to lose my virginity to them. So, again, if my parents are listening to this, I apologize to you again. I talked about doing <laughs> mushrooms on the last podcast, which I didn't like. I only did it once and I did not like I've them. only done it a couple different times and so, only once I had a really good time those yeah, were I, I don't think so but so um no in general i feel <laughs> like luckily i've not slept with too many people in the friend group which is good because mm-hmm. i think again i'm not throwing you he's a great chef he has lots <laughs> of great qualities but you're around a lot of people that you've slept with from time to time yes well in our they're old, about in our old friends group you know, especially yeah. like in high school, you know, yeah. you all hang out with this solid group of people. Sure. I mean, folks date each other, uh-huh. you know, from one to the other. It's it's interesting, you know, and I've, some people have had talks with each other like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to be dating this person now. Is that like, okay with you? Um, but it was nice to finally get out of that group, you know, somewhere around yeah. like early 20s, you know, I, I've branched out and when elsewhere it's really cool that to everyone... other parts of south minneapolis just... <laughs> wow. other cities i lived in st paul for a while i lived in bloomington <laughs> but but no i mean it's it's cool that a lot of those people still hang out with each other you know it's awesome mm-hmm. to keep that those those sorts of ties but um at the same time sometimes i'm looking at people that i've known i'm like damn dude like you never left the same neighborhood you know like yeah with the exact same you know i don't know it's it's a little shocking to me that there's not a whole lot of adventure and experience and um meeting new people and yeah it it does help you learn and grow a lot i think that that can be i don't want to say toxic because i i obviously still have a lot of the same friends but like there's like people that i'm not at this whole 
conversation with Kent recently, who I keep trying to badger to get on the podcast. Oh, God. He'd he's be great on here. He's my number one fan because he's a postman, so he always listens to the episode when it comes out. I so shout out to Kent. Um, can I pour some more wine, too? Yeah, you can pour some more wine. I'll talk for a while. Um, and we were talking about like this dude who I'm like not even good friends with, but no, like someone I like wouldn't even know how to contact. Like, oh, I don't even acquaintance might be too. Okay. You probably know this person, okay? Just because I feel like he's he's around, and um, he's like one of these dudes who kind of like you know what an incel is. Can voluntarily celibate. Oh sure. Yeah, like it's sort of, it's like a thing. It's like a Reddit thing, I and it's like sort of like these like, you know, shooter types who are like, oh no, fucking girl rejected me, so I like shot up my school, like that sort of like oh, toxic. Shoot. There's like a whole culture of that on the internet in like dark corners where dudes are just oh, like, fuck women because they don't like me and it's their <laughs> fault because I'm the best. Yeah, there's some deep seated uh, emotional issues and trauma. <laughs> he's there he's got a little bit of that. He's got like I'm not. But he's like lots of girlfriends. None of them want yeah. anything to do with him in a sexual romantic way. And I think it like makes him very like angry and quick to lash out. Sure so years ago when the rail station was still a thing and oh, I was yeah. living across the street in the Simmons Manor. Oh my god. The manor. Oh my god, that's right. I know. Remember I lived that was right like across 2009, the street. Nine, two thousand eight? Yeah. It would have to be yeah, two thousand nine or two thousand ten because I graduated college in two thousand nine. Yeah, I so. remember it was the it was the year Hoffer died, but yeah, anyways. yeah, that was a rough year. Um, and I was living in a place called a Manor, and I was frequenting a bar across the street pretty frequently. <laughs> and uh, I mean, now it's the How, and it's it's I very been in hip. There. Oh, it's the worst. Don't go. But at the time, it was like still a little divey. It was before they got all the taps and. I don't even know how this happened, but this guy, like, confronted me about not being, quote unquote, south side enough and, like, really, like, verbally attacked me. Like, it was not just, like, it was, like, a full-on fight in this bar. And I was, like, and then a bunch of people told me he was from Richfield, which really (laughs) set me off. But it was just, like, and I remember, and I'm not, like, super proud of my actions, but I was, like... I literally live across the street. I know every bartender and bouncer in this fucking bar. I will get you kicked out of this bar so fucking quickly. Are you, you want to pick a fight with me about this? Like, I fucking live here. So what, what were you and Kent talking about? So as far as this is, it all leads in, it all leads in, okay. it all leads in, which is, so we were talking about this because this guy's been popping up in our feed because mm. he has like a quote unquote modeling agency. Probably some people know who he is now. Don't care. He's an asshole. Fuck him. So we were talking about how we still have friends that like have that mentality of like, oh, South Side for life. Like you're not South Side enough. I'm more South Side. Like, and it's kind of like sad. Like it's a very sad dick measuring contest. You know, it's (laughs) like like, like, because that's really all you get to be proud of in this in this lifetime. It's cool to be like, like, I love Minneapolis. I love the South Side. But like loyalty is great. But it's also like. Dude, get up, move the fuck around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, it's like they're defining exploring. their entire life by <laughs> right. this. And then the more that you see and the more that you get out, you're like, oh, you guys are sad. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so 
that's where that was going. Yeah. And I do live on the north side now, and so do you. Same and uh, I do love it, so I'm not going to talk shit. You know, I do, too. It's it, I I thoroughly enjoy living over there. That apartment kicks ass. Yeah. Um, it's too, it's too bad it's like a delivery food dead zone. Like, yeah. <laughs> nothing. I mean, you can get like DoorDash and stuff. If you yeah, but then it's like a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I didn't realize how beautiful south minneapolis was just like and quiet yeah pretty it wasn't time i went back to like my mom's house or something you know and i'm like it is like dead silent here quiet this is kind of amazing i mean i live right on lowry it's just busy traffic all the fucking time i'm on a quieter street but it's still like i don't know sometimes my mom is like and then someone was just parked in the alley and they weren't (laughs) moving and i'm like oh is that like a problem in your neighborhood like we have such real problems that it's just like I've never seen a neighbor get mad because someone like parked in front of their fucking house or something. Like half the time, people park wherever the fuck they want. Oh. I mean, I see people up on the curb, up on the sidewalk, yeah. in the middle of the street. It's two lanes, you know. It's like, like what the? I don't know. I just but I like cares. the people so much better. Honestly, mm. I like everybody in North Minneapolis. But not everybody, but like I do because I'm a realtor. Deal with some. Uh, wealthier people from time to time and look I will happily sell your million dollar house because I want money but like fuck I fucking hate rich people oh, God, they're I know. the worst like, I know. truly it's not just like I don't I want to make all the money I want to be rich I have nothing against <laughs> accumulating wealth but like yeah but it's the attitude there man. is I mean, an attitude I've met and some it fantastic is rich so... people too who yeah. are just like you know maybe they, they came from humble beginnings or maybe they did come from money but they just were raised in a don't be a dick sort of way. But I mean, I've had to deal with a, a, a ton of uh, rich people, yeah. you know, painting their bajillion dollar houses, going <sighs> in there and making sure They're I don't tip the over their Fabergé eggs. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just like, there's an, there's just something about them where they're like so far removed mm-hmm. from like real reality. people <laughs> problems. And it's just like, they, they, yeah, I can't even explain it. That's why I was yelling at Pratia about before you came in. Yeah, no, rich white people the right because they're the worst. And we have these meetings. Oh boy, now I'm really alienating my potential fan base because I'm going to talk shit about realtors. We have these <laughs> meetings once a week called exceptional property meetings, and they're for like our upper bracket houses. And I've gone, and I think that there's valuable information there. If you do want to sell in those price points, but I cannot stand those people to a fucking point that I like, I can't go. I can't go Mm -hmm. anymore because the things they say are so fucking wild. Yeah. One meeting, they were like, well, I have this listing coming on and it's 4,000 square feet. So if you know any families that are looking to downsize, downsize into 4,000 square feet. Just so we're clear, Nat's house that you used to live in was 4,000 square feet. That fucking massive ass castle is 4,000 square feet. That's what it looks like. Again, I think this is just a Minneapolis podcast, but if anyone from elsewhere listens to this, there's like zero houses in Minneapolis that are that big. (laughs) Like, I bought a 2,200 square foot house and it's fucking massive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my apartment is like mm, 700 square feet or something like that. I mean, it's perfect. You know, I live by myself. I don't have any pets or kids or a girlfriend. So it's just like, it's all I need. But But that's like, and they say it like there's no other reality. Like this is just their world. And they are just so ignorant to like the experience that the vast majority of the U.S., not to mention like the world will never, you know, like 
they're like, oh, yeah, like, a, you know, a move up home at 750. And it's like the vast majority of middle class people will never own. I mean, at least what $750,000 is in today money. Like, mm. who knows what inflation will be? But like, that's that's outside of even upper middle class. Like, we're talking about, like, maybe the top 10% of people. And that's just like, it, and I can't, I can't fucking handle it. Or we were once we were at this like multi-million dollar condo and they were like, yeah, most people in this building don't even live here full time. You know, they just like that lock and go lifestyle where they wow. can just lock it. And they just kept saying lock and go lifestyle. And I was like, I can't fucking be here anymore. <laughs> so again, I would love to sell your very expensive. <laughs> but like, I just fucking hate rich people. What were we talking about? No idea. I was yeah. going to try to redirect the conversation into what else would you like to know? Um, I want to know the top three things that you are trying to improve in your life this year. Mm. And while you do that, I'm going to eat a spring roll. Dude, eat the spring rolls. Um, well, I guess the things that I've been improving upon in the, in the past, um, even just the last year, um, again, you know, getting, getting to an age where it's like, hey, I probably don't need to be drinking all the time. Or, hey, maybe I should try to take my work life or career life a bit more seriously. What do I want to do for the next 20 years? What am I going to, how am I going to support myself when I'm, you know, my body is no longer functioning uh, the way I need it to, to, to uphold my jobs. Um, so there's been a lot of introspection and, and um, exploration of, of these things, you know, instead of just a constant avoidance. So I've been taking care of myself a lot more, you know. I mean, granted, people are like, oh, you're the vegan dude, so you're healthy all the time. It's like, well, you know, I don't exercise all that much. My job can be somewhat physically egregious, but I do still struggle with smoking cigarettes, you know. The uh, extent of alcohol consumption, it used to be two bottles of wine a night, and now it's maybe down to one. Um yeah well even still i was having this talk with zach too i mean i've been doing these stints of complete sobriety too like um just an entire month leaving it the fuck alone and finding out what that does for me it's it's kind of incredible to be able to sleep soundly wake up in the morning refreshed and energized and uh i mean even like my cognitive prowess you know i was just like holy shit i can actually solve basic math problems again (laughs) so it's it's that's been a huge um improvement of mine or just been placing a lot more importance on that um so that's one thing physical health you um, are very thin these days well, i mean i'm about the same weight as i have been since high school really yeah, you look very thin am i 160 I'm, 165 i am just getting fatter <laughs> <laughs> you know and i hear that from a lot of people every time i see some of these yeah side folks that i haven't seen in years they're like dude you are way too skinny i'm like honestly i'm pretty really? much at a the exact way the doctors huh. say I should be at, maybe in oh. like a, a ten I more pounds. Feel like of... yeah, you could you could have some more mass. You're a tall guy, sure. But you know it'd be nice if it was lean muscle. Well, it's yeah, like I'm not be... telling you to get fat. I'm <laughs> telling you to fucking hit the gym. <laughs> so get some protein, man. I, 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 get, I iron. get plenty of protein, my dear. Well, then I guess you. It's another fun misconception of the vegan no. lifestyle. I actually don't think that because I was a vegan for years. I more just meant like, you no. were, weren't you? Yeah, I was um, for many years, long before it was trendy, that. everyone. Um, it's yeah, I, I, it's a definitely a growing trend, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mostly because of the you know imminent destruction of our planet sure. weighs heavy on some people. 
Well, I'm gonna be gone. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, the fact that we'll be I'm dead not gonna have kids yeah. because fuck this world. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, there's plenty I'm of other be great good reasons and, like, not to have kids. They'll be fine. <laughs> they'll <laughs> go to Mars or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, I'm not Let's terraform Mars. Good God. But uh, yeah, no. Um, I just, I'm just saying that you know. I feel like you could hit the gym. It could help. Okay. Thank you for your input. Hit the gym. Thank you for your body shape. <laughs> shave that beard. <laughs> it's not even long at all. <laughs> I just feel like it's... Uh, I am coming off as a... T- I've known Robbie for years. He is taking this in the spirit, which in it's intended. It's making your chin look big. <laughs> shave it down. I've always had a very prominent chin. I'm not saying you don't have a... Pro- which is way better. You don't want to be one of those, like... No, I know. No I chin know. people. That looks terrible. Like, I feel like the only reason I can continue to get fatter is that, like, if I can just, like, preserve my face looking relatively nice and, like, (laughs) not get a double chin, I can just kind of, like, cover Very shallow conversation we're having. Uh, Yeah, well, did you listen to the Randy episode where she said that that she didn't want to go on antidepressants because people get fat? I don't know. Everyone's got the reasons for anything that they do. I'm just saying. This podcast is about honesty, not about us being the best people. Um, I made it very clear. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I do care about my physical appearance. I've just allowed myself to get a little fat. Don't worry, guys. I'm going on a post-fair diet. See, I hate diets. I don't like, I don't like the idea of It's not really a diet. diet. It's just like the way that I like to eat, but like I feel like carbs, they taste so good. They do. They really do. But I don't feel good after I eat them. Mm. Like, I feel very unwell since the fair has started, <laughs> but I also really enjoy eating the fair food. So it's, it's sort of like, so I don't, like, it's not a sustainable way of eating for me. <laughs> but it's but, an annual indulgence. But like, that you I to. am going to continue eating this way for a while, and then I'll you stop. You do you, man. Um... But I find, like, you know, not to get too deep into my diet because we're talking about what you want to improve, but I find, like, rice is on the less egregious side. If I eat, yeah. if I have, like, a bite of bread, I'm just This is blend. why I made spring rolls for you I instead know. of bringing in a pizza, which I was really, I still want the pizza. I know you want that pizza. You've talked about Dude, it enough that. Ever, ever, like, making your own dough is not that hard. Ever since I discovered how to do that, like, no, no point in, in ordering out anything. Unless I'm just that lazy, but. Oh, I feel like there's something to the pizza oven itself. I mean, it's a lot hotter than most mm-hmm. people's ovens, mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. from 700 mm-hmm. to 1,000 degrees, mm-hmm. but you can get yours up to like 500, get a pizza stone or um, a piece of steel. They sell pizza steels now, which superheats as well. And I mean, your pizza's only in there for all of like five, six minutes, and then it's, it's done. Okay. Well, next time we're having pizza. I would um, love to make you some pizza. Some let's pizza. make my own cheese, too. <laughs> Like, it's not sound appetizing at all. It's it, trust me, it's fantastic. I saw vegan cheese at Aldi's today, though. Isn't that wild? It's it's permeating a lot of uh, mainstream. I became a vegan when I was fourteen. Do you know what existed for vegan nothing. food when I was fourteen? Absolutely, literally nothing. nothing. Vegetables. Vegetables. <laughs> there was tofu. Tofu was a thing. Yeah. And then vegetables. And uh, I was a skinnier person, I have to say, but I think that You're was really 14. like, yeah, I was 14. I stayed skinny up until about like 20-ish, and then it really hit. You know, carbs aren't that, aren't bad. You just got to use I them. I can't, I can't eat. I, look, 
This is not Erica's Diet Podcast. I work out every day. We're talking about it a lot, so (laughs) I'm not entirely sure. Look, I don't want to say it because it sounds douchey, Mm. but I do do CrossFit, and I do work out every day, and I've found that, for me, it is very diet-based. Today, I was bench pressing, and these tiny stick girls were like, you're so strong. And I was like, because I have to move my fat fucking body. Like, do you imagine? Oh, you weigh 100 pounds. Oh, a push-up for you is 100 fucking pounds. Yeah, you don't even need to like, walk. You just let the wind carry like, you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it's like for me to do a fucking push-up? I have 80 extra. Uh, what if I just put 80 pounds on your back? Then you'd be strong, Let me too. just climb on top of you <laughs> yeah, and watch just... you work out right now. <laughs> like, I just was like, oh, I'm strong because I have to carry this mass of body around (laughs) and move it but then it did get me thinking I was like man what if I could just like lose a bunch of weight and I would still be just as strong because I would still be working out the same amount I mean what's the drawback now to upholding a vegan diet you're already used to it as a youth now you have a lot more options I know it gets expensive and that's one of the reasons I love cooking so much is just because you can make all this shit for yourself instead of going and spending a thousand dollars, you know, at the yeah at the wedge sure. or co-op or whatever on packaged foods. No, it's not really like. Well, I like your style of veganism. I do not. I'm not a super fan of eating a lot of processed shit in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like a lot of the vegetarian vegans go with a lot of the prepackaged stuff. I'm not yeah into that. And another reason why making it from scratch. Yeah, and there's something, and this is another reason why I wanted to start a a little, you know youtube station too is because i i do want to show people that it's not all that difficult once you get these some of these practices down okay you make me food for 30 days and we'll see how much weight i, lose. I would love to but it'll that'll cost be you. that'll <laughs> but it be, will cost you money i'll pay for the food will i pay you for your time absolutely not <laughs> i'm happy to pay time, for the food. time and materials man time and materials I gotta um you. no it'll be like um it'll be a launch for your brand which is exactly what I'm trying to do yeah. with the, the YouTube thing, yeah. too. And I mean, get your foot in the door. I mean, even you and your coworker were just talking about this now. Like, yeah. even if you had somebody coming in here and cooking for you on Tuesdays. <gasps> Wouldn't that be a dream? I mean, how many corporate offices want to eat healthier because all they do is sit at a cubicle all day on their asses and they eat nothing healthy? If they have some guy come in and is able to cook, you know, whatever, cater, whatever to these people, like, I think there's got to be some money in that, right? I think so. I don't know. Like, the gym has these, like, origin meals things that, like, someone drops off in the fridge. Do you know about this? Mm, Every week? I don't go to the gym. Clearly. Well, I don't think they're just at gyms. But there's, like, different, there's, like, different drop-off points. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of them are gyms. And it's just, like, a pre-made meal. And they have a couple of different plans. I think they probably have a vegan one. And it's, like, you know, pre-made fresh food. And they like there's like two drop offs a week, and you just like go and pick up your meals or whatever. And so for you, is it a is it a convenience factor thing? Is it a pricing thing? One hundred percent convenience. Okay. I because <laughs> you're like I don't like processed foods yet. Because <laughs> uh, the other stuff you eat. Continue. Yeah, I. Well, here's the thing. I don't, nor do I think I've ever really believed that meat is bad for you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that is part of it. Which we might disagree on, but I tend to think that like what's really bad for you is processed foods. So for me, my ideal food diet is A, someone else making it, for sure, for sure, Um, but it being fresh. So that's like a problem too, right? Because you can get like, I don't know, like 
the idea of a frozen meal is like, oh, well, that would be so convenient, but I don't want to eat that trash. So that's kind of out for me. I want something convenient made for me that's fresh. That is like just meats and vegetables <laughs> and oil. No carbs. Well, the carbs and vegetables. So, I mean, the, the whole meat being bad for you thing. Yes, there can be some contention there. But I mean, you, you have no disagreement with how the meat actually gets to your Of place. course I do. Of course I do, Robbie. Which is why I stopped eating meat when I was 12. I don't think a lot of people know this about me. Well, you have known me for a long time. But like, I stopped eating meat when I was 12. And then I became vegan when I was 14. And then I kind of like became like a freegan for a while when I was probably around like 21 because I worked at a melting pot. And like, here's the thing. You go to a melting pot, you eat that cheese, you don't finish the cheese. You know where that cheese goes? The fucking people in the back eat it. That's what happens. I've worked in many restaurants. We just eat all that cheese. And so then it was like, well, what's happening to this cheese? The cheese is going in the trash. I I shall have the cheese. And then that kind of led to like a slippery slope i would say around 22 ish i was just vegetarian again and then i was probably vegetarian from 22 to probably like 29 so from 12 to 29 i did not eat any meat so i think i put in my years okay everybody else <laughs> you're fucking you're, ruining now the you're world making up for it <laughs> uh and it did definitely start like oh, okay, well, we will get, like, we used to get a cow and a pig from this guy. And that seemed pretty legit, Mm. you know, because it was just, like, his farm or whatever. And, but then, once you... I don't don't know if we fully want to go down the path of what people consider humane Once you start. Yeah, I would agree generally. This was, like, a pretty small situation. This was not, like, a commercial enterprise at all this well, is like, sure okay. but there's i mean there's just no way for something to die in a humane way you are okay then taking then, a life okay but i don't inherently nor did i when i was like a vegetarian or vegan think that there's anything inherently wrong with hmm. killing animals to eat what them. was your position then i think my position is that factory farming is disgusting for both the animals and the people involved because those people who work in those fucking factories don't forget about are... the, envi- <laughs> the environment here. environment 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 we're doing a lot of other shit to the environment too ravi okay oh a fuck ton and it's all bad so but i don't inherently think that there is anything wrong with killing an animal to eat it i think if you're the small town village farmer dude you know who has no access to supermarkets this is the only way he feeds his family there's yeah you you have to you know you have to go out fishing every day you have to raise this livestock to use their uh what they give you and there's a lot more respect and veneration for it too at that point but i mean to the people like us who have access to grocery stores anything we could possibly want at our fingertips yet still make the conscious choice to do something that's harmful to ourselves, the environment, and others. It's like, isn't that insane? 
I don't know. I mean, like, you just, like, told me about shoplifting from Target, like, a month ago, and that seems insane (laughs) to me. Like, I think that we just have an inherent, like... No one's dying in, in, in in my defense. I'm not killing anybody true i i don't think i'm killing anybody i'm killing animals right but you wouldn't kill your dogs either no but i'm like totally okay with a cognitive dissonance i actually think that people who are like "Mm, don't eat dogs are like pretty full of it to be honest Mm. uh this is i'm really gonna alienate some people now because uh i used to live in china and I think I don't want to be like dog meat is super common there because it's not. It's like not you're you're not going to like accidentally eat dog meat. Like mm-hmm. that's not a thing, but like people certainly do eat dogs. And it's actually fairly expensive. It's like a delicacy. <laughs> I hate to say that. But I don't like see a real difference between killing a dog and killing a cow. Well, that's Now the if thing, I stole yeah. the fucking no your difference. fucking pet dog from your house and killed it in front of you yeah that's a different situation but i would feel the same if it was like your lovable pet cow like i don't really think that there is like an inherent difference between like oh well i could eat a cow but i can't eat a rabbit but i could eat a turtle but i won't eat a cheetah well that's why i'm saying it's all stupid you know to to me to consider anything is is better than something else you know in terms of its of its life and its own natural existence like that's just but then where's the line? Like, do you kill bugs? Uh, on accident. But I've also found myself, like, growing up, had a immense fear of spiders, arachnophobia, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, I just made friends with a spider out on my porch. His name is Amos. And I accidentally... It's disgusting. I came, <laughs> no. I came, I came back from a work excursion, go all around the country. One of my potted plants had tipped over. I go to upright it, and I noticed that there was this like immaculate beautiful spider web this guy had made you know mm-hmm. that i just destroyed because it was accidentally attached to my upturned plant so i felt i felt really bad and then i i, I sat there for like hours afterwards i'm like man that was really fucked up that something worked that hard to do something that pretty to survive on its own and then i just ripped it to fucking shreds the next morning i went out there and amos had built a whole new web just over over because he's a fucking spider i know it <laughs> was incredible it was incredible i think he moved though I haven't seen yeah. him in a while. He's a he, big fucker. He was dude. real pissed that you fucking destroyed his home. But at the same time, you know, it's, it, I felt bad about it. So to to the point is, yeah, I do everything I can to let things live as naturally as possible. I, I don't want anything killing me. I'm going to return the favor. And that is where I'm calling it for the first half of this episode with Robbie Sims. If you liked it, or even if you didn't, I would really appreciate if you hit the subscribe button, either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, you can follow the Facebook page at Needs Improve. Also this week, I am debuting the Instagram page, which can be found at Needs Improvement Pod on Instagram, where you can see both a picture of the bus from last week's episode And some pictures of Robbie and his cooking from this week. I've also decided to launch a Patreon. The only tier on my Patreon is the $2 a month tier. I really love making this podcast. And if everyone who gave it a listen, uh, or even half of you, 
just decided to give me two bucks a month, I would be able to cover the costs and also justify the time that I spend uh, finding guests and interviewing them. So if you have an extra $2 a month, you're willing to give it to me, head on over to Patreon. We're there at Needs Improvement Podcast. I will also have a link on the Facebook page and Instagram. But thanks for listening.